As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Breaking news from The Athletic. Hey everybody, this headline podcast is presented by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. This is Scott Burnside along with Daniel Nugent Bowman in Edmonton and Mark Lazarus in Chicago. Boys, before we get to the big news of the Duncan Keith trade, does I just got does this remind you of that band Asia? You know, when all the guys came from Yes and uh King Crimson and Emerson Lake and Palmer and they formed a, a an all-star band. I kind of feel what this podcast is like that. So you're you're dating yourself a little bit here, Scotty. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, I must say the reference is lost on me. I'm, I'm 34, and I, I thought we were talk, talking about a hockey trade, and all of a sudden I'm, I'm super confused here. So. Uh, uh, well, you got, I've got to tell you, you got to bear with me because it, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tie it all together nicely. Because when we're talking about uh, a trade that involves Duncan Keith, we are talking uh, old, uh, old. Well, we are talking one of the greatest defensemen in Chicago Blackhawks history. A surefire first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't think anyone will dispute that. But certainly lots of discussion about his current value um, as, uh, as as various sources, in, in, including our Pierre Lebrun, has confirmed that Duncan Keith will go to, uh, to Edmonton from Chicago for young defenseman Caleb Jones, uh, younger brother of Seth Jones of the Columbus Blue Jackets at least for the next little while, and a third-round pick. And maybe one of the most critical parts of this deal uh, is that the Blackhawks will not have to retain any of Duncan Keith's salary. Uh, Daniel, let's start with you. Uh, Duncan Keith comes to Edmonton after yet another disappointing playoff year, getting swept by Winnipeg in the first round. Um, I think there's a lot of questions about, you know, what what does his team do to maximize the the peak years of two of the best players in the world in, in Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl is Dunk. Where does Duncan Keith fit into this? Well, he's going to be the, uh, the second pairing left, left defenseman. That, that's a given. Um, the, the Oilers, I can tell you, they, they did really value Keith. And obviously the, you know, with the trade that, uh, that was made, uh, that's evident, but um, they, they know he's not a first pairing defenseman, uh, at least on Edmonton anymore. And, and that's fine with them. Uh, because they have Darnell Nurse, who is the seventh in the uh, in the Norris Trophy voting uh, this year, um, but they clearly they clearly value him in, in the sense that that he's going to play uh, important minutes. Now they know, uh, you know, talking to a source a little while ago that um, you know this is a guy that 
you know, it's not going, their hope is that he's not going to have to face the same types of minutes and types of situations that he did in Chicago. Uh, and, and they clearly uh, wanted this player, this, the left side of the defense was, was a revolving door uh, in terms of the second pairing last season. Uh, Adam Larson played with, um, five different partners and and uh, that was an area that they really wanted to uh to secure uh in this off season and they've done that with with Keith how it how it kind of plays out is obviously the the million dollar question here because um you know I can tell you going into this uh you know when, when Duncan Keith was first out there that that he was you know seeking a um you know trade to the to the uh you know Canadian um uh, western western Canadian Canada or to the Pacific Northwest, you know, they, they, they really wanted to see, you know, some salary uh, retained. They wanted to get, um, you know, the, the money close to matching in, in the deal. And, and that obviously has not happened here. So they're Ken Holland is really, and the, and the Oilers management, they're really taking a, a leap of faith here. Uh, and they're, they're going to be tying up uh, with the, with the money, you know, with, with uh, Caleb Jones's money going out. It's not much, it's under a million dollars. You know, it's, it's basically, give or take just, you know, just over four and a half million dollars that they're, that they're, uh, uh, you know, paying out to, to Duncan Heath in terms of the difference in the deal. And that's a lot of money. So uh, that's a, it's, a, it's a significant part of their, of their uh, cap allotment for the summer. So it's a, it's a huge deal. One that I'm a bit surprised by in terms of what they gave up and how there's no money retained by the Blackhawks, but ultimately a player that I'm not surprised is, is coming to Edmonton. It's just the, the value of the, of what they placed on him. That is a bit surprising. Yeah. Mark, I'm I'm really curious your take on this because you you see Duncan Keith up close. He's going to turn 38 on July 16th. So um, there's there's a lot of miles on on those legs, those almost 38 year old legs. So you've seen his level of play. You've seen where this team is is you know the the transition that they're in. What what do you make of this deal? And 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 what? When you think of Duncan Keith leaving, I, I, is there some melancholy for you, or what's it like for you? Well, first of all, I, w- I was under the impression that Peter Chiarelli was no longer the GM of the Edmonton Oilers. Oh, Edmonds ouch! I don't, oh. I, I, look, look, oh. I, 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 look I, I, I'm a big Duncan Keith guy, and I do think he has miles left. He's going to be in a. He's not going to be asked to play 24 minutes a night like he was in Chicago. He's not going to be asked to, you know, mentor some 19 year old kid on his uh, on his pairing like he was in Chicago. There's 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 tread left on those tires. The man can still skate. He can still play. And I think that the, there there is value for Edmonton. But I don't understand how the Oilers made this trade. They were the only trading partner the Blackhawks had. Mm-hmm. Keith wanted out. And really, realistically, Edmonton was the only place it would work. Vancouver is not going to bring in public enemy number one. Calgary wasn't really interested. Seattle was – I'm not sure that, that Keith would be thrilled about going there. It had to be Edmonton. Yet they still got – the Blackhawks – no salary ret- uh, retained. They got a player they wanted, Caleb Jones, because they're trying to get Seth Jones this summer. Uh, they get a third-round pick out of it. I don't understand how Edmonton allowed this trade to happen for that value. That said, I don't I don't think it's the, – the personnel-wise, I think it's a good trade for Edmonton. I'm not one of these people that's just thinking this is an awful move. Duncan Keith is they, – they need a Duncan Keith on that team. The guy who could, who has won, you know, it's cliche, the rings in the room, been through the battles. Duncan Keith won a con smite, and he won it in one of the most impressive Stanley Cup runs in history in 2015. He is everything you want in a leader, in a grizzled veteran. He's what McDavid and Dreisaitl might need to drag him over the hump. He's just not a $5.5 million player anymore, and he didn't need to be for Edmonton, yet they're 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 going to be paying him that. Right. Uh, Daniel, I, I'm really curious about the whole 
the, the sort of the future of the Edmonton Blue Line then, now with uh, Duncan Keith coming, I assume that means that the Tyson Berry era is over for the Oilers. But are we any further ahead on uh, what we're hearing about Oscar Clefbaum as he returns from injury and what that might look like with the uh, expansion draft coming up? What's uh, it, it seems like the Oilers Blue Line remains uh, in a bit of a state of flux even after this trade. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll I'll address your 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 two players, and there's another one that that really sticks out to me with this trade. Uh, Tyson Berry, I think the as you kind of alluded to, Scott, the the, the Tyson Berry uh, era is is done, and it's a one and done. It's um, you know that that pretty much is evident. Um, they they want um, Ethan or sorry. Um, uh, Evan Bouchard to take those minutes, a very similar player, but uh, younger, cheaper, obviously a bit more upside uh, considering his age. Um, Oscar Clefbaum, I mean, that's that's the spot, right? Like the Duncan Keith is going to take Oscar Clefbaum's spot. So, uh, you know, I, I did have a conversation recently with his agent, JP Barry, and they said, uh, or Barry said that uh, that he and, and Oscar Clefbaum wouldn't be able to give the Oilers a clear indication. Uh, at least a hopeful indication of where they'd be by the fall. So um, if you can't even tell the team by the fall, the Oilers are, you know, we're going into this off season, off season, um, assuming that, that Keith or sorry, that Clefbaum would not be uh, a part of this team. And if they can get him back at some point, that would be, uh, you know, an added bonus to them. Um, but the, the one guy that really stands out to me in, in this move is Adam Larson, because I was told that, you know, if the, if the Oilers could not uh, retain, uh, money uh, and make this contract, uh, make the, the money close to evening out in this trade that would, it would all but preclude, uh, the opportunity for Adam Larson to come back. Now, maybe they're, they, they move some things around and, and, uh, you know, uh, something changes on that front, but that's a big question mark right now because they, they, you know, if there's a whole, if there was a whole last year at the left side, right defense, uh, left side of the number two defense, uh, you know, pairing. Uh, they need Adam Larson or need somebody to fill the, the right side. So um, if you can't do that, then the, the Duncan Keith trade is almost, uh, you know, it's almost moot because you're, you're removing somebody who's in theory supposed to play with them. I, you know, theoretically, I think they uh, will find a way to, to, to get uh, Larson back. I just cannot see that, but there's a real question now as to how that is going to happen and what needs to, to take place for that to happen. Well, in short, Daniel, I don't think you'll be taking many days off between now and uh, the uh, beginning of free agency at the end of July. And, and Mark, before we close out this uh, podcast, I'm I'm curious. A uh, lot of discussion uh, about uh, you know sort of how the Blackhawks uh, move forward after I think uh, you know an interesting year for their for them when they stayed in the playoff hunt um, far longer than maybe people expected they would. And I'm curious because as we mentioned off the top, young Caleb Jones. Coming in the Duncan Keith deal, we know that Seth Jones, who has one year left on his deal in Columbus, has made it clear he will not sign a long-term deal with the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, and the, the the prevailing thought is that he will be dealt uh, certainly before the start of the season. Chicago ha- has been a team whose name has come up, whether it's accurate or not, whether it's realistic or not. But the fact that there could be two Jones brothers in Chicago is that – is that an enticement, do you think? Is Seth Jones really on the radar for the Blackhawks? Does this move lead, like a line from A to B, this move to uh, acquire Caleb Jones open up a door to possibly acquiring Seth Jones? He's certainly on the Blackhawks' radar. The question, is, question has been if the Blackhawks were on Seth Jones's radar. And if they weren't before, 
you'd think that this would be now because now all of a sudden the Blackhawks have money freed up. They had a lot of cap space to begin with with all their LTIR money. And now you bring in Caleb Jones and, and maybe Chicago becomes more appealing to Seth Jones. That's that's their hope. I mean, they could go out and just sign Dougie Hamilton if they're looking for that number one defenseman, which they very much are. Connor Murphy has been their number one defenseman and he's been uh, he's really good, but he's not that dynamic playmaking number one defenseman that, that really drives an offense. Uh, and, and, and really kind of is the engine that makes it go. So uh, they would very much like to either get Seth Jones or Dougie Hamilton. I believe they would prefer Jones at this point, from what I've heard. Um, this gives them a, a foot in the door. At the very least, it gives them a foot in the door. And that's all you can ask when you're in that that market, that trade market, and that free agency, is to have a chance. And this puts them on a par with, you know, whether it's Philadelphia or whoever out there is trying to get Seth Jones. The Blackhawks are now contenders for him also. They need him. And uh, the question is whether he needs them but that's that's the, that's a lot of the hope here is that this frees up the money and opens up the desire for Seth Jones to come to Chicago. Yeah. Anyway, great stuff, guys. Even if no, no one but me got the Asia reference. Uh, thank you so much for joining <laughs> our breaking news coverage. Go to the athletics headline section for much, much more on this story. And to hear more, ask your Google assistant to play news from the athletic. You can also visit theathletic.com slash headline pod to join for just $3.99 per month. Thanks very much, guys. Great work. Mm-hmm.